Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. A 
as Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings, and then make them fight for our amusement. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me, as always, is Mr. Ken Knapsack. I am so happy to be back, I got my fighting shoes on. <laughs> you ready to dance and spar and punch mm-hmm. and narrate? Got Excellent. my force pike, I'm ready. <laughs> your electro staff, you got mm. all sorts of sticks. I'm a regular Magna Card. <laughs> nice. And with us here as well, it's always a great pleasure when you can be here. Our other main ho- co-host here on Force Center, Jennifer Landa. Yes, I'm ready. I'm getting into my boxing stance. Okay. Yeah, Jennifer is actually punching the air. I think this is going to be <laughs> our most violent episode of Databank Brawl ever. This is good. It's been a great thrill to do these shows. We've done a lot. They've gotten a little ridiculous. Yeah. They've gotten very ridiculous. Chopper Cape is still my favorite. Yeah, oh Chopper my. Cape was pretty... Matt nailed it with that. Yeah, Matt Belknap uh, putting that, that cape on Chopper is one of the most beautiful <laughs> moments of my life. My marriage and Chopper Cape. Beautiful moments in my life. Uh, yeah, we, when we first started this show, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in my mind, I thought it would be a little bit more like, yeah, we kind of debate who would win. Maybe we give it some context. And it's uh, developed in this beautiful way to be a unique show mm-hmm. where we create kind of this improv scenario of exactly where the characters are, how they're feeling, the circumstances of their fight and uh, we've been exploring a lot of the weirder characters smaller characters in star wars and as ken says i'm deep in the star wars bubble here but for this week's episode these characters aren't as obscure or weird we might be learning a little bit more about them but they're characters who are already close to our hearts so this one's gonna hurt because somebody's gotta lose we've had a tie recently so i I can't allow another tie this week so one of these beloved characters will fall on databank brawl here today our first person who might fall is not a person i misspoke (laughs) 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 he is a trandoshan he is bosk wow Wow. yeah i know it's hard it's hard it's hard. Okay. Uh, so here, as you guys know who've been listening, what we do here on Databank Brawl is it's called Databank because we pull the information about the characters straight off of StarWars.com Databank. So here is what Databank says about Bosk. One of the most feared bounty hunters of the galaxy, Bosk used his natural Trandoshan hunting instincts to capture his prey. During the Clone Wars, the red-eyed reptilian partnered with Aura Singh, Castus, and young Boba Fett. Boss didn't care much for vendettas or politics. He was in it to get paid. (laughs) (laughs) After, that's not how it ends. I wish it was. He's in it to get paid. And that's just the end of the entry. No, it continues. After a brief stint in a Republic prison, Boss continued his partnership with Fett, becoming a bodyguard to the teen bounty hunter. Decades later, Bosk answered Darth Vader's call to capture the Millennium Falcon after the Battle of Hoth, an assignment that put him in direct competition with Boba. Mm. So a lot of interesting uh, stuff there. Bosk is an interesting figure Mm -hmm. because they had built up a lot about him in the expanded universe that was really quite insulting. So now, yeah. uh, in the new canon, Boss can get some redemption. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, he is 1.90 meters tall. His mass is 113 kilograms. Eye color orange, skin color green, and jumpsuit yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they had a jumpsuit color entry for every character, regardless of where they, whether or not they actually wore a jumpsuit. Just like, <laughs> if Han did wear a jumpsuit, what color would it be? <laughs> Maroon? Burnt umber? Who knows? Uh, we'll start with you, Ken. What are your uh, what are your memories? What is what's your relationship to Boss? There's there's it's still developing. It's interesting. <laughs> okay, um, 
I uh, definitely grew up. Empire is one is obviously my favorite Star Wars movie now, but I grew up as a Jedi guy. But one of the yeah. reasons early on I really enjoyed Empire was I loved the bounty hunter scene. It yeah. fascinated me that in this cold, sleek Imperial world with a bunch of white British dudes in crisp, clean outfits, that there was kind of these different <laughs> kind of creatures. Yeah. And he's... You know, I always thought he, as a kid, he reminded me of uh, some of the aliens in Enemy Mine, a Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, yeah, Quaid movie. yeah. Um, he just had this weird look, and he stood out. And I was fascinated that at, at that young age that an alien, a lizard-looking guy, did, all jokes aside, had this, like, yellow X-wing fighter pilot kind of outfit yeah. on. Yeah. Mm. So it spoke to me that there was other species who could wear the same things that Luke and Biggs did, and I yeah. liked that. So I had an emotional impression. Uh, I actually don't. If you three months ago would have said, "What is Bosk's species?" Yeah, I couldn't have told you he was a Trandoshan. <laughs> okay, couldn't have. Despite all my alleged Star Wars knowledge, I, I don't know. He, he's a li- li- lizard man. <laughs> but I was playing. I was driving to Vegas to go to Wizard World Vegas, and uh, my friend Jessica and I are riding out. And to pass the time, we're playing twenty questions like a bunch of ten-year-olds. Okay. And going through, and she's got the answer, and I'm guessing, and it's I'm whittling down these questions, and I figure out it's like something in the Star Wars universe, but I can't solve it. And she's like, "Come on!" She's like angry at me, like, "How can you not get this?" And I. And it finally, it turns out the answer was Trandoshans. Mm. And wow. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, Bosk. He's a trans Trandoshan. I was trying to have you. I, like, I couldn't even comprehend. I was blown away. She was blown away that I didn't know it because she, <laughs> she thought, she thought yeah. I was impressive before. Now I'm not. And I will never, ever forget that Bosk is a trans ocean now. So now you have a, there's some Bosk anger. There's some oh. Bosk anger. There's some anger. real world emotions he attached to Bosk. He cost me some pride. <laughs> <laughs> Bosk hurt your pride. How about you, Jennifer? What's your emotional relationship with Bosk? Well, as of recently, I think of Rusty Miller calling him a baggy face. Oh, that's right. right? That's right. Remember that? Which I would have never thought as I claimed he, his face skin looked very taut. Um, when I was a child, I was fascinated with him for the very reason that you said, Ken. Yeah. It's like, I wanted to know what his backstory was. And the fact that he was, you know, lined up with these guys and just just a part of it, just another bounty hunter. I thought mm-hmm. that was so cool um, that this reptilian creature was was just a part of the mix. That's the beauty of Star Wars, of right. course, that I loved. Yeah. I still love today. Um, I was terrified of, of him, actually. He's scary. Like, he's, he's, scary. he's legit scary looking. I would not want to cross him. So I'm scared on who his opponent is going to be. Uh, they're they're going to get mauled. That's okay. what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. I, I have many strong feelings about Bosk. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it short. But I mean, I think in Empire, yes, uh, everything that you guys have said. But in that very, very short bounty hunter scene, he has one of the few like specific unique shots. Of, you know, it's his claw that's uh, yeah. over into the, the data pit that we now know it's called the data pit. Yeah. Mm. And, and they say, you know, we don't need that scum. And he growls at him and like, oh, that's a moment where, yeah. you know, we were told the Empire was racist. But then we saw some actual racism. It's class of, like, warfare. Right. Yeah, class warfare. Right. Like, yeah, they, we yeah. don't need this lowly Trandoshan. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. humans, you know. Um, and then I think I've mentioned uh, before in Force Center World that uh, a lot of my early Star Wars relationship is a, a lot about my brother. My brother and I would pick characters. And if they're mm-hmm. two characters too similar, you know, we would claim them. He was a Spock guy. I was a Kirk guy. He was a Hong guy. I was a Luke guy. We shared He-Man, but that was about it. <laughs> Actually, no, I had He-Man. He had Man-at-Arms. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he, he, he was Boba Fett. So I was oh. Bosk. Because Bosk oh, wow. back in the day was... Like he's he's the second most prominent bounty yeah. hunter. Actually, the way it's shot, right? Yep. Um, yes. Interesting. And he was by far the to me one of the coolest looking action figures. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, back in the day of Empire Strikes Back, when the action figures weren't as developed, the more alien the creature was, the better the action figure looked. He in his his little uh, claw had to be twisted in this weird way to support mm. his very unique rifle that only yeah. he had his weird space rifle. So I I love Bosk, uh, and then I was annoyed in uh, when I read the expanded universe novels. There's this bounty hunter war that is basically just it's Boba Fett uh, as Gary Stu, the male right. version of Mary <laughs> Stu, where Boba Fett is just better than everybody at everything. Right. And Bosk is the victim of it the whole time. Like, Bosk always shows up second. He's like, Boba Fett leaves bombs everywhere, and Bosk's like, watch this. Oh, Boba Fett. <laughs> like, he's just made a fool of it. Like, damn it, Bosk shouldn't be just a fool. Uh, and then, you know, he's in the Clone Wars. He right. There's a great, uh, yeah. you know, ep- trail of episodes yeah. where he hunts people, and he's, he's back a, to being. And he's in Rebels too as well mm-hmm. working with Ezra for an episode yeah yeah, yeah. growling great yeah. bad villain so I have strong feelings about Bosk I, I want him validated I think Cut. he deserves Cut. to be feared mm. gotcha so you're, wow. going, you're going in with a little bit of bias I am I am a little fair bit enough. of boss bias but to be fair this next uh, competitor I mm. love very much oh did you have a quote for Bosk you sometimes you know find the, a nice quote the for quote us. is uh, and it kind of sets up what Bosk's what he people their impressions of him uh, well, I'm just guessing, sir, but I couldn't help noticing that your ship is equipped with missile launchers as well as quad cannons, and that Imperials seem very interested in your arrival. And given the size of your mortar gun and the way you don't mince words, it's my impression that you're a professional bounty hunter, Ezra Bridger. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really say all that? Yeah. Wow. wow. Yep. Mm. Little Basil exposition there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. A little bit of Rick Oli, right? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Look, right. it's Bosk. Uh, now there is there is bias. I set up just a mean episode of Databank wow. Brawl here, friends. I apologize wow. because our next yeah. our next person is someone we all love to. Our next opponent is Salacious B. Crumb. Oh, what? I no. know. I You're know. Cruel, I know. This is just cruel. No. This is cruel. cruel. I must have had a rough week. This is mean. Yeah. Uh, here is what Star Wars Databank has to say about Salacious B. Crumb. Mm. A Kowakian monkey lizard. Mm -hmm. God, I love the term monkey lizard. A Kowakian monkey lizard with a shrill cackle. Salacious Crumb sat on Jabba's dais, stealing bits of food and mimicking the hut, his courtiers, and visitors. The hut's noxious pet was the palace's unofficial court jester. Tolerated because his antics amused Jabba and because of his unwavering support for his master. So there's some fresh information in there. (sighs) Um, he is 0.7 meters tall, hair color <laughs> red, <laughs> eye color yellow, skin color brown, jumpsuit, I think would have been, uh, taupe. Taupe? Yeah. yeah. See-through? See-through. Um, I do have a quote about him. Mm. If you value that creature's life, you should tell it to never again do that in my presence. <laughs> Darth Vader to Jabba. Oh. And that's canon. Oh, really? I do believe that came from one of the early issues of Darth Vader. Mm. Really? So Vader, he's... Vader goes to hut. And, and yeah. Slacious is trying some of his court gesture yep. humor on Darth Vader. Just playing the fool. Oh, yeah. And that's not to be done at that point. Yeah. So we'll start with you, Jennifer, because I know you have emotions. Oh, my gosh. I am part of the Sally B. Crumb Club. There's <laughs> <laughs> like two of us that are members. Uh, you can join us. Yeah. Um, I love him with all... All of my being, I just looking at him right now. I mean, that face. 
Oh, so that I'm on some website. That <laughs> is that him? Is yeah, that that's him. Oh. That's Ezra Bridger giving us information about Gotta love pop drum. up ads. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah, no, but I I do love him, and I don't want to see him fight. But I do think he has a wit to him. His yes. sense of humor is going to be an asset. I've always wanted to know his backstory and get mm-hmm. and get to know more about him and his life. Well, I, they they went into that a little bit with the expanded universe, I believe. Um, but yeah, I just. But I, we're in the canon world. Yeah. Now. I know. I'm sorry. That's later, let me let me ask legends. you. When you were a kid and you were growing up with Jedi, uh, did you attach to him? Oh, emotionally, my, like yes, yeah, yes. His laugh. It's it's infectious, um, and just that that there was something that could make Jabba laugh. Yeah. That is a tough task. But this little Kowakian monkey lizard <laughs> did it. That's a skill. Um, Could you refresh my memory, Jennifer? How did his laugh go? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think that's it, right? Yeah, I think there's a true power to him because most of the time he's not necessarily doing a lot funny in Jedi. He's just laughing at our hero's pain. And we're still like, we love this guy. Yeah. What a great guy. He's right? laughing as our heroes fail. And he, yeah. hurts, he hurts 3PO, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 3PO, yeah. a little oh, shit. Yeah. He eats his eye just for yeah, fun. It's just yeah. for kicks. Uh, uh, wow, well, I'm looking at that headshot he's got on the databank page. <laughs> it is pretty <laughs> fast. Is pretty. What was your emotional reaction? Same? same? Love Salacious B. Crumb. Yeah, you um, loved him. It's my friend Megan's favorite character in the Star Wars uh, world. She is a Sally B. Crumb fan. So, uh, Second member so, of the Crumb Club. Yeah. Um, I got to say, I love him. I I grew up loving that character. It was also one of the first characters at the time that you felt you knew something other people didn't when you could be like, oh, that's Salacious B. Crumb. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, It was one of the early ones. And some people would be like, oh, Salacious Crumb. And it's like, excuse me, (laughs) there's a B there. (laughs) That's so true. That was a source of pride for me growing up as a kid. I would kind of be like, oh, yeah, that character? (laughs) (laughs) It's great. (laughs) I love, love, you know, I have the the Black Series Jabba Comic-Con exclusive that came with the kind of the Jabba little uh, setup there and I love that I got myself a Black Series Sally B and yeah it's one of those characters so I did have a connection to this guy and uh, did like I mean I liked him and he was a bad guy yeah he I would be happy to guy. see or hear that he survived well mm. here I've got some headcanon because yeah. like no this is a true story of my youth I was walking along and suddenly like was stricken by the thought of wait a minute the whole sail barge blew up <laughs> That means Salacious B. Crumb, too. That can't be. So I imagined exactly how it worked, that he jumped up into the rafters at a taller place where it was some some of the bigger wreckage that we see explode out. He was riding. So maybe he got singed, but he did not get obliterated down to his atoms. It, I accept that. Is it like the, the yeah, like the urban legends when like some, you know, someone rode uh, the debris all the way down <laughs> exactly. on the Titanic or something like that? Like that's yeah, kinda, that's right. He oh. rode he rode the door like uh, like Rose in the Titanic. Great. Uh, yeah. So I I think he's robbed. I'm not familiar with his expanded universe, his I old expanded me. universe uh, stories. Wasn't hmm. it in like the the old Jabba comics? Yeah, there's Gosh. the comics. There's the Tales of Jabba's the Palace. Of, I yeah, bet exactly uh, that, that right. he was uh, featured in. I, I don't know so. if it was uh, in canon that he survived back then. Um, yeah, I can't remember. But you know what else I really liked about him as a kid was that he he looked like a Muppet. Yes. he looked from you know even like the world of Labyrinth and stuff like that. So he felt very familiar to me as a child. He, he looked like the Henson Muppets that were on the first season of Saturday Night Live. Oh. You ever seen? Go yeah. back and look those up. There were like these Muppets that were set on another 
another planet, the alien kind of things. And it kind of reminds I'm looking at that picture now, and it's just like, but even that picture, he's a, he's a Muppet and a puppet. Yeah. He's got personality in this. that charm. He has a ton, yeah, if you don't normally look at StarWars.com, you owe it to yourself to look his profile up in databank because usually they pull like a screen grab and this is get just him against a white backdrop like his headshot like you guys said <laughs> like he's like hey, i'm gonna audition for this great clips commercial yeah. like <laughs> it's amazing but you know you guys talking about it made me think that the court jester thing like makes sense to me he's never officially said court jester and he is an unofficial court jester according to text but maybe what is powerful to him especially to kids is like a good clown is the knowing fool where they are, mm. they know what's really going on, and they wink at you, and like nobody respects us. Yeah. We're the underdogs, but we understand. And yeah. you know, so maybe he re- really related to that kid's perspective of like, you guys all think we're dumb, but we know what's really going on. <laughs> and maybe that's what gives uh, Slacious some of his power. Yeah. He's also part of one of my favorite moments in Star Wars, and it's such a tiny little moment is when he's sitting there in Jabba's tail's wagon, mm. right? And, and he's just he's staring, just studying it with his head kind of waving back and forth, like what's going on there? Okay, yeah. so I just want him to win. I'm sorry, this okay. this is not. I don't want him to get hurt. Right. Okay, well let's. Anything else that we need to add? We, we don't have, do we have a quote for Slash be Crumb? I think Jennifer <laughs> just, nailed it. Just the Vader one, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the Vader yeah, one, yeah. The Vader one, yeah, yeah. I think we're good. All right. In that case, this is horrible, but let's fight. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey. All right. This happens uh, after the events of Return of the Jedi because I don't know if you know this, uh, Joseph, but your dreams did come true. They did. Salacious B. Crumb did survive. Oh, good. He had made his way out. He, again, is a knowing fool, like you said. He sensed something was coming. He escaped and was walking away. Uh, however he walks. Uh, so he survived. How, Jennifer, how does he walk? Does he use his tail? You know, that's what I'm trying to think. Uh, does he scamper across the ground? Scamper. Okay. Yeah. Skitter, perhaps. So he's skittering across the sand. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Bosk, and there's some pictures. I'm looking at a picture of him now that he might have been on Jabba's sail barge. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah. So he's out too, though. I think, again, he doesn't care about vendetta or politics. Yeah. Once stuff started going awry, he was like, I'm done. He wants to get paid. Right. He wants to get paid. And he saw Boba Fett die, and he's like, I'm too old for this bleep. And yeah. so he left. Oh, he's retiring. He's Well, he's gone. So this is to set up the battle. Okay. So a couple years later, after the fall of the Empire, um, things are, are settling down, but the, the criminal element is kind of being swept away in, in the New Republic. But over in Mos Espa, uh, the bigger city next to Mos Eisley, of course, the uh, Bosque wandered in for a drink at a cantina, mm. not unlike the cantina bar that we're familiar with yeah. in A New Hope, but not quite as big and all-encompassing as Maz Kanata's castle. Uh, he walks in, um, he's there, he orders a drink, and he hears a cackle in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Turns around, and there is this Kowakian mis- monkey lizard that he knows too well, mm. sitting on a table, not in, not at it. On a table in the far corner. <laughs> and that is where Bosk and Salacious B. Crumb begin to face off. Yeah, I think that uh, Salacious's power is that he knows he can ingratiate himself to powerful figures. Mm. And, he, and then once under their protection, much like a court jester under a king in actual, the mm. real world, then protected. So I think maybe this uh, this cantina in Mos Espa is, is owned by somebody powerful. Yeah. And uh, Salacious has... Uh, installed himself is the unnecessary court jester of the bar <laughs> right. he just feels his days he gets food he gets fed he gets shelter yep. and he just he mocks people people know him yeah yeah, yeah. doesn't mean people like him but they no, know him. but they know him and he's always at that table perched on a pillow he's holding <laughs> mm-hmm. court with, <laughs> yeah. his, with his people you know yeah and so he's I, basically like a, an open mic night all the time yes <laughs> yes 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 and, and he's in his own way telling tales of Jabba's palace oh yeah you know? Yeah. Good. Right. And I think, I think though, well, okay, I, I won't jump ahead. No, go ahead. So, so Boss walks over. I'm going to mm-hmm. say slinks over. He's a okay. reptile. Slinks over. He doesn't like that cackle. No, no. But I don't know what's setting him off today. Why today? Well, it was 
a random coincidence, unless you believe the power of the midichlorians, that, <laughs> that, that this happened. And it's been a couple years after, Jennifer, right. lest you not forget here. Like, this has been simmering in the back of his mind. You're right. He wants to get paid. He wasn't paid by Jabba for his part in the mm. tracking of Han Solo, which, as a lot of people don't know, he tipped off Boba Fett by saying, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe they'll be flying on around this Imperial cruiser. I don't even know if I'm going to leave. Right. Boba Fett was like, ding, idea, stole it, mm-hmm. got there first. Mm-hmm. Bosk actually flew his ship to kind of hide in the trash. Boba Fett was already there. <laughs> the boss said, all right, I'm out. So right. he always felt owed a little bit there, and that's why he went to Jabba's palace. Sure, Boba Fett's got your little new favorite decoration. I helped in this, too. Now I want right. to get paid. Jabba never believed it, and so to this day, never been paid. What if, uh, I think that's great that he's got he's got some financial concerns yeah. with uh, Salacious B. Crumb. Maybe there's even a bounty on Salacious Crumb. Oh. That makes some sense. Yeah, right. maybe uh, this is this is going way out there. This is okay. experimental, but maybe R two is like no. Everybody who is on that sail barge R2? needs to pay, and R two <laughs> put a bounty out oh, on Salacious wow. Crumb. Salacious kind of kind of effed with R two too. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Sure. And he's like, no, uh, you know, because R two, I'm starting to think that he's a little uh, more devious sometimes than we yeah. give him credit for. It. He's resourceful, but I think also he's devious. He what? never bothered to tell Leia, Organa, or Luke about their father. Yeah, uh, I think he's a little devious. So I think maybe without telling anybody, he stuck his uh, little uh, uh, appendage well, into a data port and put a bounty out on Salacious. Under like an assumed identity. So oh yeah, I think R5D4. Yeah, I think he tried to. I think he tried to like it was like Chopper One or something. Chopper Two. <laughs> he tried to blame it on his old nemesis. So yeah, yeah that's right. So so Bosk has a skin in this game. Sure. He wants money. There's a bounty. Yeah. And uh, he approaches him and says, "You know, I'm here for my money." <laughs> Fights on. Right. So yeah, you think just immediately. Uh, yeah, I think that Salacious knows that this is maybe a problem that he can't mock his way out of. Maybe the owner mm. of the cantina is is out. And okay. maybe, do you think that Salacious just strikes right away, Jennifer, as president of the flan- fan club? You know, I'm, I'm almost wondering now, do, does he speak a language besides the, uh, the laughing? I kind of want, just for this instance here, okay. for him to do a little smack talking. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Well, demonstrate that. I don't know how he, it's, it's, it's going to be a really high-pitched voice. <laughs> Uh, or maybe almost like a Rizzo the Rat. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. So like what, what kind of sick burns does he offer about Bosk's oh, appearance? I'm terrible. Uh, does he, does he uh, call him uh, baggy-faced like uh, <laughs> like Rusty Miller's 1983 quiz book? Hey, baggy-faced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he maybe takes a shot at his uh, yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. Nice jumpsuit. Yeah. No, no, no. You know, you're officially yeah. Salacious no, B. Crumb for this episode. Yeah. This is good. Um, so yeah, I think it's there, but I don't think Salacious B. Crumb fights right away. No. Okay, he, he's smart enough to know he can't win this. He he felt confident with three PO, but three PO was already on the ground at that point. So I think he tries to move, shake behind the pillows. He tries to maybe find some coverage, <laughs> some help, some protection. Okay, from those in the bar. Oh, yes. nice. Yes, but Bosk has a reputation. So literally, people are like, "You started this, Crumb." You're going to finish it. Yeah. Oh, he that's hates Bosk. it when people so call crazy. his face baggy. We're familiar Shoot. with Bosk. Yeah. Right. Like, he's been around these parts before. Boba Fett may be dead. But if Bosk is still after you, is after you we're, not, we're, not, we're not helping you here. Right. You're on right. your own, kid. Right. right. So, so we think Bosk starts the actual battle? 
I think there's a little chase that starts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe Bosca is just going to rough him up a little bit. They're just going around the table. Right, right. <laughs> is that yeah, the Star Wars version of Benny Hill? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like uh, they're running and Salacious uh, 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 B. Chrome is throwing the pillows at him. Right. I'm throwing a, drinks a for drink. sure. Yeah. A drink. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yeah, I, maybe even uh, the, one of the drinks like hits uh, and it, it spills all over his his perfect yellow jumpsuit, Ooh. and then mm-hmm. he trips over it just like an idiot, like just big, like a regular Shecky Both, like a regular <laughs> Shecky Both, uh, just arms flailing akimbo. He he yeah. laughs, he yeah. falls. There's dead silence. Everybody's like, "Oh no, oh, this is yeah. going down!" This is and uh, a, a laugh rings out. <laughs> Right. That's right. No, Bosk has really had it. And I think the blaster's coming out. The blaster's coming out. He starts taking shots. Yeah, he starts taking shots. And I think that a quacking monkey lizard is fast enough to just jump, right? He's everywhere, right? He's everywhere. So at this point, Bosk is just shooting random innocents. Well, and also, little little known fact, when Chrome first showed up to Jabba's palace, they didn't know what to do with him. So Jabba had, on weekly uh, occasions, on Friday nights, uh, a target practice at Chrome, like when he was still kind of earning his keep. And Grimorian guards and weird characters. Characters would take shots in the throne room there, and right. and once after a while, like this crumb guy kept he kept not getting hit, and they were like, "You're kind of you're, you're funny, man." Job is like, "You entertain me." Right. So crumb knows he's got skills on the set, yeah. Um, but he knows he's in a closed uh, area, like it's closed quarters. Boss could could take an advantage, so crumb heads for the door. Mm. Okay, runs okay. out into the into the bright two suns there uh, in Moss Espa. Okay, into the town center of town. Okay, so you think he's going to get more more innocence involved, more people to to be upset to block Bosk's way? Coverage. It's about coverage. Okay, right. he's okay. hiding. That's that's what's going to present a, a really big challenge for Bosk because of Salacious Crumb B Crumb's size. He yep. can dart anywhere, go yep. anywhere. So how is he going to capture him? It's, well, here's he, he, the hunt. He's got a good sense of smell, uh, so maybe he goes, "Okay, this was a barroom brawl. Now yep. it's a hunt, now and a hunt right. is where Trandoshans rule." Right. Absolutely, and it's not unlike the uh, scene visually. If this were in a movie, uh, in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark, when Indy's chasing, uh, looking for Marion, and the and the baskets and the monkeys oh, involved, yeah. like this is it's a crowded. <laughs> city center here. That's exactly and, what I was picturing. And Crumb's hiding and, and Bosk is smelling mm-hmm. and he's throwing people out of the way, throwing Jawas, kicking Jawas out of the way. Yeah. And looking at Crumb. and their little yeah. weird faces. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm a Toydarian. <laughs> Smack. <laughs> and boom. Gone. And um, so um, they get towards the city center, like the real center of the town. Yeah. Um, and there's like a fountain. There's an outdoor fountain. Okay. Crumb is running and Bosk sees him. And mm. people have cleared out by now, and Crumb can't hide. The only thing between Crumb or in front of Crumb that he could hide behind is a hapabore, <laughs> which is which is also uh, they're 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 not just on Jakku; they're on Tatooine. It makes sense; it tracks. And there is a big fountain, and this hapabore, as they're apt to do, is Slipping. drinking up that a big hapabore butt is kind of wiggling. <laughs> Crumb is heading for the hapabore. Okay, I like this. Mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, the Hapabor is Crumb's last desperate attempt mm-hmm. because he knows that Bosk is going to physically catch up with him. He's mm-hmm. he's faster. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, he's never going to lose him because he's got his smell. And yeah. eventually it's going to have to come onto physical one-on-one. Yeah. So I think that uh, that Salacious, with his beak, 
mm. pokes the hapabore in the ass mm. and sends Ooh. it charging at Bosk. There you go. Yeah. That's slow. Yeah, takes slow. a while to turn around. <laughs> it takes a couple pokes from the beak, but now he's going. Yeah. That, that hapabore butt is wiggling. And Jennifer, do you think the hapabore rams into Bosk, or do you think Bosk is fast enough to avoid no, a I'm, lumbering hapabore? He's fast enough to avoid it. And he laughs now. This is his time to laugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, is that all you got? That's right. Crumb. Crumb. I think in the meantime, that Slacious B. Crumb has used this to his advantage as Bosk is watching the Hapabore, dodging him. Salacious has scampered up to a rooftop, and he comes flying down to Bosk's head, and he knows his one mm. hope for survival is the eyes. Mm-hmm. The biggest, Rusty Miller would say, bloodshot eyes. Yeah. And I think he tries to take an eye out and right. thinks, maybe this will save me. Right. So he's hacking at, he's poking at Bosk's, eye, Bosk's eyes? Yeah, and I Oof. think in that same way that he was poking at C-3PO's eyes. He knows eyes he knows are his source of yeah. weakness, mm-hmm. and uh, he, I think he likes them. I think he dines on them. Because <laughs> <laughs> that shot in it's Jedi is just sort of like, I'm enjoying this yeah, eye. I'm enjoying this it's eye. It's not really an attack. It's more like, yeah. hmm. It tastes mm. organic, but it's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely happening. Um, um, Bosk. Is, is flailing at him. It's uh, you know, he's trying to grab him, trying to grab, and he can't grab his blaster. Now his blaster's far away. Right, yeah, it's right. moved. He's got small arms on him, but Boss can't get to him because his eyes are being clawed at and yeah. beaked at. Right. No one likes eyes beaked at, and and Bosk is losing his control a little bit. He feels the tide is turning. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, Jennifer, do you think there are other people around at this point, or has everybody cleared out? I think that the majority of people have cleared out, but there are some onlookers, and everyone's just in shock. Right. I think that something that's problematic for Bosk is actually his hands. <laughs> they, I mean, it's mm-hmm. almost like if I would wear a giant glove with claws yeah. on it. Like, yeah. you're not going to be able to have that sort of, like, a, a dexterity, the, right. the pinchers, you know? So I think he's really at a loss here. Right. So you know what's going to happen is he can't really he's not super good at grabbing exactly. so he is uh mm-hmm. claw slapping <laughs> salacious yeah. is avoiding and he's he's cutting his own head yeah this is yeah. this bloody. is a tragedy oh yeah. this is brutal this is, <laughs> this this is awful this is going well actually for my for my little guy <laughs> it's brutal but some toydarians are now taking bets oh yeah watching. some people, chance cubes are flying chance cubes are flying it's great <laughs> um a lot of people are having fun with this um but i think bosk manages to stand up eventually mm-hmm. uh pushes crumb off as best he can but he can't boss can't see now yeah he's just flailing around Ooh. yeah i think one eye has been taken out and the other's damaged yeah. yeah so i think at this point bosk uh has a decision of am i in this is my pride damaged enough mm-hmm. he's not about politics he's not about vendetta he wants to get paid he wants the money is but is he so ashamed that other people on tatooine in mos espa have seen this damn monkey lizard yeah evade him mock him and then take part of his sight is he willing to back down <sighs> I think he's smart enough to know, too. I think so, too. But this is how, this is the beginning of the end for our good friend Bosk. <laughs> so he starts walking away, running away, scampering away. Mm, um, oh, wounded. Wounded. Yeah. And Crumb is now on the edge of the fountain, and he's laughing. <laughs> Look at that guy. Sorry. <laughs> hey, that's good. That's good. And people are like. Collected money because everyone had Bosk. So now some people who, who voted against uh, Bosk uh, or, or voted for Crom or collected money. There's this little celebration going on. Um, Bosk can't see. He walks around a few blocks away, hmm. turns a corner, and runs right into the Hapabore again. <laughs> <laughs> and the Hapabore is nursing some injuries at his ass. He's had his ass beaked. <laughs> Literally. And Hapabors aren't yeah. the smartest creatures, but they do have memories and they do have vision. 
and they blame this happened boy blames Bosk. Hmm. There's some screams from around the corner. People don't know what's happening. <laughs> but all they know is that Happabor went home with a full stomach that night. Okay, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I can go this far. So let's uh let's talk. Let, let's talk. Let's dial I like back. It. I I'm like glad, it. I'm glad I finally took you to a place where you weren't comfortable with. It. Oh my gosh, that's good. <laughs> no, let's, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, that I think we've reached a choose your own adventure moment. Yes. Or that indeed, I want to hear the other. Might be the final page. Right. Okay. But okay. I, I think normally I've been taking a temperature of everybody. Of no one here is willing to let Bosk win, right? right. No. So Salacious no. Crumb must be the official victor. Yes. Right. That I'm fine with. I think Salacious, okay. this is a titanic battle of lizard versus monkey lizard. <laughs> yeah. And monkey Ooh, lizard wins. Right. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. And is not, he, he doubly wins because he's not even graceful in his defeat. No. Mm-mm. Or in his victory. Yeah. He is, he cackles more because yeah. like that, that's his thing. He can't be robbed of that. <laughs> yep. If he, if he can't cackle, he's not Salacious B. Yep. Crumb. Yep. Now let's turn then to uh, the button of the story. Salacious yep. Crumb. He scampers off. Scampers he skitters up. through the sand, People laughing. He's got. Okay. He's he's wounded. He's injured. He's he's afraid, but he's never ever going to let that show. He's got a new story to tell on his right. from his mm-hmm. pillow on every night open mic <laughs> back in right. the bar. Holding but then we, we must turn to what happens to Bosk because sure, sure. in Databank Brawl, the other uh, character doesn't need to die. Oh, they just okay. need to die. They just need to uh, maybe win. Okay. I think I've probably said the opposite before, but this feels, this feels cruel. Okay. This feels, th- Jennifer, is it too cruel to you that a slow half a defeats and in fact eats and by the laws of nature, defecates one of the most dangerous <laughs> bounty hunters in the galaxy. I think it is keeps, that the fate we want for Boss. It keeps in line with Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> that that all yeah. deadly bo- uh, bounty Fett. hunters' fate is yeah. to be consumed by a beast on Tatooine. Yeah. Yes, that's. I think that's why I can go along with mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have to. I love how you painted the picture. All we hear are the violent screams. Oh yeah, and I, then, I'm saving the audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you just see the half of war slowly walking by. That butt wiggling. wiggling I'm, yeah. I'm open to hear the alternate plan here. Do I turn to page 86 or do I per- turn to page 77? In I my think book? yeah. If there's another t- page to turn to, yeah. Okay. Here's what I would offer. Okay. Yeah. That uh, Bosk slinks away. Okay. He is ashamed. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he does see the Hapabor, mm-hmm. and perhaps they share a moment of uh, commiseration. In that they have both oh. been shamed and mocked Interesting. by mm-hmm. Salacious B. Crumb. Right. And Bosk thinks back to what he really wants in life. Like, he's he's been made a fool of. He's not happy about it. But that damn monkey lizard is just too fast, and he, he doesn't need to be ashamed anymore. What he wants mm-hmm. is to get paid. Right. Yeah. And then he realizes there is money because of this. I saw all those goddamn Toydarians with their little chance cubes making money out of my shame. Oh, wow. I'm going to get paid. And I think he knows where the Toydarians drink. I think he knows (laughs) where they exchange their credits. So he's like, oh, you think you got rich by laughing at me, Lotto, or whatever this Toydarian's name is? Lotto the Toydarian is laughing, 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 and he counter bets, so he got all the money. Oh, my God. Uh, And uh, Boss goes, and not only does he take Mm -hmm. the money from that Toydarian, then he murders and eats the Toydarian. (laughs) So he gets paid in the end. Wow. Wow. And, and gets his... a nice, sensible meal. Yeah. A nice, oh, sensible okay, meal. Yeah, sure. I was going to say his bride. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. 
Those are uh, those. We have we have a, a split wow. decision, and I like that. Yeah, I like wow. that we've presented some options. Yeah, so we've got the, the final uh, firm decision that, of course, Salacious B. Crumb wins the actual right. fight. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, in the fate like, yeah. of Bosk, the cruel <laughs> bounty hunter eat bounty hunter world, somebody is getting eaten. Yeah, when Bosk goes to lick his wounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. His yes. wounds may actually be licked as he's devoured by the hapabore. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh do you have an ending that you wanted to present, Jennifer, or do you feel like these are both rich enough? They are so rich, and I love that they end in bloodshed <laughs> by someone. <laughs> and I just I mean I do love the toy the Toydarians. They're yeah. uh, but they won the credits fair and square. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, but I don't know. You know what how you know you know what how, how I want to frame this for the, the end of the episode? How? I want to believe that after this battle, Bosk was so ashamed, he was never seen of again. And he right. passed into legend. And oh, both of these wow. outcomes, and many more, are stories that are traded at the bar where Salacious oh. B. Crumb sits oh and laughs. And he has become renowned because everybody knows something happened to Bosk. Yeah. But was it shameful? Yeah. Or was it mildly victorious? Right. No one will ever know, but they share the tales as Salacious sits there. And he just. <laughs> That's not quite right. <laughs> because the truth will never be known. Beautiful. Thank wow, you guys. That was a that nice. Was I like that. That was a that nice, was, deep, intricate one. We oh always go to places gosh. we don't expect, and I yeah. think uh, I think we we pulled one out. <laughs> we really I want did. That to be canon. Gosh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and now, yeah, and, and Bosk might live in case we ever do any sort of sure. tournament. We'll see. We sure. know. We don't know. I, mm. I really do like him being devoured by a habibore too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was it for this week's. Uh, be sure to follow us and uh, tweet at us if there are characters that you would like to see fight, uh, and hashtag them databankbrawl. We do like seeing who you guys want to see fight. Jennifer, uh, can you plug yourself? Where can people find you? What are you doing? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media sites at Jennifer Landa and my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Jennifer Landa. And how about you, Ken? Hey, at Ken Napsok across the board, uh, tweeted me and say uh, that I was cruel to the Happabore. <laughs> uh, or maybe you enjoyed uh, bringing a Happabore back in, but you can follow me there and, of course, everything we do here on Force Center. Great. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 